Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. I was walking from the House building on Capitol Hill to the Capitol, and a man, a white guy, stopped me and told me I could not get into the member's elevator. And you know, we have uh, pens. I showed him my pen, and he said, whose pen did you steal? Great story, Grandpa. Could have used a vampire, though. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. You're upset because the Border Patrol is not doing... Uh, is making sandwiches, I think you said. Oh, no, I can't eat that. You can't eat a sandwich without Dijon. Yeah, you're right. I really should keep more of your favorites on hand. Every Border Patrol officer that I have spoken to has told me that their hands are tied. Who's your captain? Howie Carr. Frustration for the migrants, and it's not even just the people. Like, you see politicians who once, you know, championed having the migrants in the city, like the Mayor Eric Adams of New York. Now they're like, yo, hold up. This is... This is too much. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. It's the last weekend of the New Hampshire primary. And, uh, you know, to all, all my mailman friends in the Granite State, this too shall pass. It'll be over shortly. But I just got a text from 603, just got my mail, six Nikki Flyers, <laughs> only one from Trump. It really is. I, I've never seen anything like this. You know, we, we all get de- been deluged with Flyers, but I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. It's not doing her much good, though, either. And, uh, you know, I again, I, the, the, uh, the Globe every day posts the tracking poll at 5 a.m., 5 a.m. I'm up early. I was up around 5.15, and I looked on the Globe the Globe homepage, and there was nothing about the poll, and I said, I know what this means. Trump still in command. So I, hunt, I had to hunt around to find it, but indeed, Trump is up two points today to 52%. Uh, uh, Nikki Haley is down a point or thereabouts to, to 35%. So there's, there's, no, there's no real change. It's... Uh, it's it's getting late early, as Yogi Berra used to say for uh, Nikki Haley. So that's uh, that that's the latest. We'll t- we'll talk uh, more about that. Uh, there was a uh, there was news uh, from uh, from the world of uh, mass media just just breaking. Sports Illustrated is finally uh, Sports Illustrated went woke and now it's going broke. Apparently, they've laid off most of the staff today, if not all of the staff, and it uh, looks like this is the end of the line. I don't know. You know, they. I know it's been tough for all magazines, but you know, when they decided to go with the swimsuit edition, their biggest seller, the the most talked about issue of the year, the winter issue, huge advertising, beautiful women. When they decided to go to a transgender model, I thought that was going to turn it around, but somehow it didn't work in 2020. So last year, they went to another transgender model, and I I I thought that maybe they should go to a transgender model of color. And that that would turn it around, but and then that now they've been having uh, AI write the stories and inventing names, like uh, you know, uh, I won't even name the I, the names that come to mind from the old joke, the old, uh, the you know what I'm talking about, 
but it's it looks like it's out of business. We'll talk more about this later. I mean, that was an that was a you know iconic is an overused word, but it was an iconic magazine, and uh, it's it probably was inevitable that it was going to go out of business. But they they certainly uh, made it uh, by turning it into every other magazine. All magazine. Have you noticed all magazines are the same? They they all hate Donald Trump. They all love Joe Biden. They all love transgenders. They all hate Melania Trump. Won't put her on the cover, even though she'd probably sell a few. What do, do you ever see any newsstands that have magazines in them? Maybe like you got like a small section at the uh, at the supermarket where they used to have a ton of magazines. Now they're now they're selling I don't know dietary supplements or uh, or. Uh, I don't know, produce instead where the magazines used to be because there aren't any more magazines. Wish I could say I was sorry. You know, I I used to work for Boston Magazine. I won, I'm, I won the only national magazine award they ever got. And I, I couldn't even, like, be angry yesterday when they were saying, when uh, the, the uh, Turtle Boys lawyer was talking about how they, they uh, were trying to get the notes from that uh, Boston Magazine reporter. They, they were the ones who made Monica Cannon Grant the Bostonian of the year or some such thing. Just the terror, it's become a, they're all, every magazine is terrible. Now. There's not, a, I don't think there's a single magazine worth worth reading. Even like the popular mechanics, scientific American, if they're still around, they, they all went woke. Everybody went woke. Lancet, the medical journal. Why Donald Trump is bad for your health. A study by some DEI doctors. Anyway, 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. We're going to get into all this as, uh, as the day goes on. But I, I wanted to start off with something that uh, I, I uh, don't, I, you know, I, sometimes I think about DEI and all the, uh, the affirmative action, uh, racial preference, uh, racial quota hires, and how they're hiring all these uh, incompetent people. Whenever I see about Claudine Gay, the president of Harvard University, plagiarizing everything, can't write her way out of a paper bag, let alone research her way out of a paper bag, not to mention hating Jews. Or the or the district attorney of Fulton County, you know the the uh, the uh, defense attorneys for the Trump, the uh, Trump uh, indicted defendants ask for basic documents, and she writes back, "You're a racist." You know, I, you can handle that. You, you could, I mean, that, that's not. I mean, you know, maybe I, if I were indicted, I'd feel differently, or if I were at Harvard and not getting tenure, but I, that, that doesn't apply to me. But you know what really worries me is DEI and in jobs that could kill me. Like for instance, surgery in a hospital or an airline pilot who doesn't know what the hell he's doing or an air traffic controller. And I, I've been trying to sum it up in my mind, but I saw a headline yesterday in PJ Media that just summed up what I've been feeling. I don't want to die from an overdose of DEI. That sums it up, you know. I, I want, I want, you know. I, again, I know every, everybody has to die, and there are a certain number of people every year, a, a, an infinitesimal number, are going to die in plane crashes. But I don't want to die because somebody just hit the wrong vein or artery or because somebody didn't know what the hell they were doing and they were just passed along by because they checked the right boxes you know that's what you don't want 
844-500-4242. And Elon Musk summed it up uh, the other day. Uh, and uh, he, he tweeted out after they came out that United Airlines is, uh, is, is committed to uh, DEI and hiring pilots uh, based on their uh, their on the correct gender or skin color. People will die due to DEI. It's true, it's true. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. This Boeing, the, you know, this Boeing's had problems, you know, with the uh, the the uh, panels coming out in midair, fuselage pa- panel coming out in midair. Our goal was to achieve diverse interview slates for at least 50% of management and executive openings, with an actual 92% of interview slates being diverse, resulting in 47% diverse hires. And now the, now the parts are starting to fall out of the airplanes. Connection? Any, anyone know if there's a connection? And how about the jets? How about the pilots, too? I mean, it's scary what's going on. And, and, and by the way, I'm not going to make this like a major topic today, but I noticed a couple of days ago there was an interesting story in the Wall Street Journal that's connected to this. I'll read you the headline. CEOs use corporate jets more. Company spending on the benefit has climbed 50% since before the pandemic and before George Floyd and before DEI. And, and am, am I being overly paranoid to think that perhaps people like Mark Zuckerberg are even more inclined now to take a private jet than they were before because they don't want to put up with what the rest of us who can't afford to take private jets are taking. Meta Platforms, that's Facebook, spent $6.6 million in 2022 on personal flights for Chief Executive Mark Zuckerberg and his then-Lieutenant Sheryl Sandberg, up about 55% from 2019. Casino company Las Vegas Sands spent $3.2 million on flights for four executives, more than double its annual expense in any year since 2015. And again, air travel is no fun. Everybody knows that. It's much more pleasant to not have to go through security, to just be you know, call your a driver and have him take you up to the private jet section and uh, you don't have to go through any, any security. There's no BS. You, the plane takes off when you get there, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, obviously, that's the way to go. But now there's another reason to go. It's you, you, you don't have to deal with potentially a terribly unqualified person. You know, yeah, it's, it's one thing to deal with Fannie Willis or Claudine Gay or Sam Britton, for that matter. It's not a racial thing because they're doing this gender stuff, too. Just, a, just an unqualified person of any kind who's, who's promoted. It's horrible. It's, the, it's a horrible thought. 844 500 It's 978. Even the Patriots' new head coach said he is all about DEI. Imagine that it's not going to kill anything but the ticket sales. Yeah, shouldn't they? Shouldn't it be about meritocracy? You know, whatever. You, and, and it's not. It, it's not about checking boxes or taking tests either. It's. It, it's sometimes you you have to have intangibles like I don't know being able to read a uh, a uh, uh, the the whatever the 
whatever the panels are in a uh, in a cockpit, the odo- not an odometer, but whatever they are. 844 altimeter, is that what they call it, altimeter, whatever it is. See, uh, you don't want me altimeter. You don't need me uh, doing this either, do you? 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr. Adding your two cents is easier than ever. Call Howie at 844-500-4242 or text the word Howie followed by your message to 617-213-1066. You're listening to The Howie Car Show. Today's poll question is brought to you by Tobias Hearing Center in Quincy, Massachusetts. They helped me get fitted with a pair of -of state-of-the-art hearing aids. I love them. And they can help you, too. And for a limited time only, mention Howie Carr and receive up to $200 off your hearing aids. That's TobiasHearing.com, T-O-B-I-A-S, TobiasHearing.com. I don't know if you heard about this, but there's been another one of those Jussie Smollett, Bubba Wallace type incidents. More racial, like racial graffiti or racially racist emails at uh, UMass or racist graffiti at uh, at Harvard Law School. It's, it's happened again. It's happened again. This time to the ancient Congresswoman from California, Barbara Lee, who's running for the Senate. She's losing her House seat because she's she's 77 years old. She's she's finishing in she's in third or fourth place in the jungle primary. And uh, so she's going to she's going to be out of a job soon. So she's she's desperate to keep her job. So now as she's in this desperation mode, she's black. I must say, to set the story up, she she uh, she, some a terribly racist incident happened to Barbara Lee the other day. Cut eight. Secondly, you have personal racism, which is hard to address, but I'll give you one little story that shows you why uh, we need to understand that I don't think she really understands racism. I was walking from the House building on Capitol Hill to the Capitol, and a man, a white guy, stopped me and told me I could not get into the member's elevator. And, you know, we have uh, pens, and I was going to vote. And he blocked me from getting into the elevator and told me I was not a member of Congress, and it was for members only. I said, sir, I'm a member of Congress. And he, I showed him my pen, and he said, whose pen did you steal? Now, this is an example of what personal racism is and how people of color constantly have to deal with this each and every day. A white guy. Do we have any camera? video of that incident and she said she was going from a office building to the capitol she didn't say she went inside the capitol so but he stopped her when she was in the elevator do they have outside elevators and that's where this guy stopped her it's an interesting story isn't it but i think it i think to put the story across you know you need certain there's certain elements that that are required for this kind of story you know, like remember Bubba Wallace or Jussie Smollett? There are all kinds of there are all kinds of things you can say. So that's our poll question, T- Taylor. What is our poll question today, and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is in concocting a hate crime hoax story, 
What's the most important detail about the attacker other than his MAGA hat? A Bible in the hand, a noose, a pickup truck, gun rack optional, beer on breath, southern accent, or shouting, this is MAGA country? All of those have been used at one time or another. I am going to go with this is MAGA country. 44% say MAGA country. 18% say either Bible in hand or a pickup truck. 14% say a noose. 4% say a southern accent. 1% say beer on the breath. Oh, you, you're, you guys don't remember after, after Trump was elected, there were, there were numerous fake hate crimes in New York subways with uh, white guys wearing MAGA hats that had beer on their breath. Come on. And the gun racks have kind of gone out of fashion. But back in the 70s, you always had, to, you know, every redneck in the South had to, have a, uh, had to have a gun rack in the back of the cab of the pickup truck. And on the, and on the bumper, bumper, you had to have a sticker that said, where there, there's a, a, a guy with a beard, a Confederate soldier going, hell no, we ain't forgetting. But again, that's in the past now. All right, 844-500-4242. I'm sure I missed a few, too. Uh, didn't Cynthia McKenzie give the same story about the House member pen years ago? Tim Scott gave it. I'm going to give Tim Scott the benefit of the doubt because it was like eight years ago, and he was the first black guy in the, in the Senate in a very long time. But this, is about, this happens with other things, too. Remember uh, that woman, uh, I think it's Katie Porter, who's running against Barbara Lee. She said that her, her child was, uh, was, was crying. Her young child was crying because she was so afraid of being incinerated when the, the globe uh, warmed up and uh, fell into the sun or was it, I, I don't know, was something about global warming. And so I heard that story. And then a couple of years later, Catherine Clark, the faker from Massachusetts, a blow-in drifter from Colorado and Connecticut, now a congresswoman rising in the House hierarchy, Democrat side, she came up with the exact same story. It's amazing how often these stories are repeated. 844-500-4242. We, uh, we're, we haven't got time for a call. We'll th- we'll, uh, we're, we got Grace's news coming up. We're going to take a lot of calls here this afternoon, but uh, just had to, we had to play that. And, you know, thoughts and prayers for Barbara Lee as she, as she copes with this, this terrible experience. And maybe we can find the video. That's, I, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed because we, we want to bring this, uh, this deplorable, irredeemable clinger to, to justice. 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr. From the Matthews Brothers Studios. You know, another reason I put beer in the poll question is because Jamie Dimon mentioned beer at uh, Davos the other day. He said, uh, you know, you, you keep tying them up with Bibles and beer and all that. He, he remembered it. It's, it, was in, it was in the New York papers all the time during right after the 2016 campaign. What did they look like? They had beer on their breath. Oh, not Budweiser light, though. 774, sounds like the time the Black Caucus said MAGA supporters called them the N-word. Money was offered for the audio since reporters were there. Crickets. Yes. Kind of like the, uh, the, the, the international search that uh, UMass undertook with a uh, forensic 
IT team to find out who sent the racist emails. Crickets. The people who, who uh, defaced the portraits of the black professors at Harvard Law School, but only the glass, not the actual portraits. So they, all they had to do was replace the glass or clean the glass, and it was okay. They conducted a nationwide search. There was a, an ongoing probe and investigation. Crickets. Eight, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say they're not going to find the guy who did this to Barbara Lee. Just a hunch. Just a hunch. 844-500-4242-603 says, Hell, in the 70s, there usually was a gun in the rack. That's why they needed gun racks. But every, everybody had a gun rack in the cab of a pickup truck when I was down at UNC, Chapel Hill. And Chapel Hill was a more liberal area until you went beyond into Chatham County. 844-500-4242. Time now for Grace's News. Don't you think, Howie, it's a little weird? <laughs> That Caitlin Collins didn't say, like, who, w- what time did this happen? Or, you know what I mean? Did you tell anyone about this? Is this the first year you're, you're telling yeah. anyone? Is there a way we could find this is, person? Is there a police report? It, it just seems like if someone threw that out to me, I'd be like, is this the only, am I the only person you're telling right now? Because that, that's a pretty big deal. Yes. Just weird. It is. The it follow-up is. questions are just not what they used to be. And, and again, too, she, you know, she she didn't tell the story very well. She left the building, and she was on her way to the Capitol, and then apparently in the parking lot, she was trying to get in an elevator. I, I'm not familiar with the, the Washington, the grounds of the Capitol complex, so maybe there are elevators in the parking lot that lead nowhere. But she was trying to get in one of these uh, outdoor elevators, and uh, and this, this guy just happened to be there, and this white guy. And he asked her if she stole the pen? <laughs> 404 I've been a victim of racism when I was at a trade show and a and our security guard asked me what are you doing there I'm white he wasn't white I had the badge in my pocket I didn't have a cow she's not the only person that's ever been questioned about their credentials yeah well I I don't know I don't know you think this will you think this will boost her back into the top tier will she get ahead of Katie Porter and Steve Garvey. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I actually forgot for a second when I first saw this cut on the cut sheet. I had to do a little, you know, flashback. I was like, who's this lady again? And then I remembered that she was very mad at Newsom when he didn't choose her to be the the replacement for DiFi. Right. Because that would have given her the boost she needed. Yeah, he picked the uh, lesbian from Maryland. So that right now, technically, Maryland has four senators. They're, they own two elected their own two elected senators, Markey, who actually lives from Massachusetts, who actually lives in Maryland, and now the this lesbian from California, who's a temporary replacement. If he had chosen Barbara Lee, Howie, do you think it would have been a sure thing for her afterwards? Like the the next election, would she would that have given her enough name recognition and enough momentum? I don't think so. She was she's kind of weak and she's very old. But like I mean, Adam really, Schiff really could take her out. You replace somebody who's ninety years old with someone who's seventy-seven. Hey, it's an upgrade. <laughs> no matter which way you look at it. Um, all right, Howie. Big news today out of Hollywood. Alec Baldwin charged with involuntary manslaughter for a second time over a fatal rush shooting. This is from the New York Post. The actor has been indicted by a grand jury in New Mexico over the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins, who was struck with a live bullet that had been loaded into a Where did a prop this grand gun. jury come from? I thought they decided not to indict him. This is New Mexico. 
No, but but the I know, I know, but wasn't there a, wasn't there a, the original investigation was in New Mexico and they decided not to indict him, didn't they? Or they threw out the charges? Yeah, I'm confused about the timeline of this because it seems like there's been a lot of charges that have been dropped and now consider the source. Because for a second there, it seemed like he was in the clear almost. Yeah, I thought he was. But not anymore. He's been charged with involuntary manslaughter over the fatal shooting on the set of Rust for a second time. The other problem that he has in this, Howie, is that no matter which way you look at it, because you could say it's the fault of the prop person on the set. There never should have been a live bullet in that gun. But he's also a producer on this movie. So I think either way, even if he's I don't think he's going to do any jail time, but I think he's definitely going to be losing a lot of money over this. And I think they, if I remember correctly, they finished the movie. They went back. Imagine they went back and they finished it as if people are, you know, people are clamoring to see this you, film You know so what his bad. wife said when she heard about it? What? Ay caramba! <laughs> Madre de Dios! Because she's Cucumber. Cucumbers. Now, as we're talking about people who are plagued by legal problems, Hunter Biden in the news. This is from The Daily Caller. Kevin Morris, who is a lawyer for the creators of South Park and a very good friend of Hunter Biden, a very good friend. Uh, some people are calling him his sugar bro. He got access to the Biden White House. I need White a sugar House. bro. Same here, I brother. Could use five, I could use $5 million. No strings attached. Yeah, this is from Comer. He said, shortly after meeting Hunter Biden at a Joe Biden campaign event in 2019, Kevin Morris began paying Hunter Biden's tax liability to insulate then-presidential candidate Joe Biden from political liability. Kevin Morris admitted he has loaned the president's son at least $5 million. And he also told the uh, panel that, uh, that there's a balloon payment due, you know, meaning he has to pay it all back at once. In 2025, what are the odds of that happening, Grace? Oh, slim to none, I would guess. I like the headline from The Federalist, Howie. Hunter's painting foray has classic earmarks of influence peddling. I think that's very accurate because I guess Kevin Morris, the lawyer slash Hollywood guy slash Hunter Biden's financial friend, he also was purchasing Hunter's artwork. He was a big fan. He was a patron of the arts. Well, you know, that what, what I thought was interesting, I didn't understand the whole deal about how uh, Hunter wanted to know who was buying the paintings and why yeah. that was such a big deal and why that was never done. But, you know, the guy, the the, the dealer, the, the ex-con dealer, he, he uh, by the way, who was a Trump voter. George Berger. <laughs> So he could he could be in big trouble as being a Trump voter. He could go to prison just for that alone. But he he said he he explained it to them that you an art dealer never tells the painter who is buying the works. You know why? Because if the artist knows who's buying the works, who who likes his his quote unquote art, he can just go directly to the to the buyer yeah. and sell to them. And, it, and the, the usual commission is an amazing 40%. Yeah, you don't want to put yourself out of a job. Yeah, so so they, but, you know, again, but but again, I guess this guy being an ex-con, uh, you know, understood that they, they were running a, 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 a grift, a, a scam. Yeah. How so, he, so he knew that this was part of the deal. That, you know, how, how do you do pay for play if you don't know who's paying? 
Howie's right. This let me read this to people. It says, as Berger explained, that was not a typical contract term. He had never included a similar clause in any of his other contracts. And this is his quote: Normally, the gallerist does not let the artist know who the collectors are. Adding that of the fifteen or so artists he currently works with, none asked to know who purchased their artwork. He elaborated, stating, "It's my collector base, and you don't want your artist to circumvent you if they know your collectors." This was also weird, though. Howie had said. While the contract required Berger to tell Hunter the names of the purchasers, Berger explained during the interview that he never did. And because Hunter didn't push for their identities, his instinct was to not share the information. Nonetheless, Hunter learned the names of several of the purchasers. For instance, Elizabeth Naftali. Naftali, yeah. Again, Lynette, the same Hollywood producer and Biden booster who introduced Hunter to Morris and Berger introduced Burgess to Naftali. Naftali purchased two of Hunter's paintings shortly after his father's inauguration. She later purchased another painting, spending a total of $94,000 for the pair. But you know how Burgess... And then there was a nationwide search and she got appointed to some, uh, you know, prestigious presidential commission. What a what a coincidence! But how remember how we kept hearing that number one point five million? Like yeah. oh, he's had a total sales of one point five million. I didn't realize until reading this piece in the Federalist that Kevin Morris, his sugar bro, was eight hundred and seventy five thousand dollars of that. Right. So it's not that impressive, and it's well, it's even extra well, I wasn't shady. That impressed that in the beginning, Grace. <laughs> well, I just thought one point five. Like he must have all these people who are so interested in his artwork. It's really just like one guy buying a bunch of paint. <laughs> okay, in other in other news, Biden bails out seventy four thousand dollar, or I'm sorry, seventy four thousand student loan borrowers who were five billion dollars uh, in canceled debt. The Biden administration has approved an additional five billion dollars in debt cancellation for roughly seventy four thousand student loan borrowers. The White House said in a statement on Friday. So we we talk about this every once in a while. How this is like the one thing that even though he's not allowed to, Joe Biden keeps he keeps forging ahead with this canceling student loan debt. It doesn't matter how many courts tell him that he can't do it. Yeah, I, I've got a uh, story here. I, I don't know if I can find it right now, but I've got. Oh, here it is. Yeah, this is from Business Insider. They're they're getting debt relief, and they're borrowers. They're not borrower. A borrower pays the money back. These are deadbeats. Okay, can I can I make some edits in this story? Yeah, well, and the borrowers are approved for relief today. Relief. If you do, if you seek, if you're a borrower in a restaurant, you're not getting relief, and you haven't earned forgiveness. You pulled a chew and screw. You've walked out on a on a bill on a debt. The relief comes as millions of borrowers continue to transition back into repayment. They're not transition. They're transitioning into being gold bricks and deadbeats. This sounds like Kevin Morris and Hunter's relationship. Uh, Borrowing, repaying. I don't know. Okay, Grace. Thank you. Thanks, Howie. Happy New Year to you. Start 2024 off right with a special treat from MyPillow. They're bringing you their biggest bedding sale ever. Right now, you can get the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as little as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. 
Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All with the biggest discounts ever. Make your New Year's resolution to get better sleep in 2024 with MyPillow because they're extending their money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code HOWIE or call 800-658-4965 and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98 while quantities last. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Car Show. Howie Car is back. It's Howie Car's cheap bastard deal. Sounds too good to be true. Oh no, it's real and it's a steal. You know there's plenty more when you shop at Howie's store for another Howie Car Cheap Bastard deal. Howie Car, the cheapest bastard around. Okay, we have another one of our very popular perennial deals here. This is uh, to the Nosset Beach Inn in East Orleans, Massachusetts. It's a stone's throw, literally, from the Atlantic Ocean and Nosset Beach. It's 6.8 miles from the Captain's Golf Course. The Nosset Beach Inn is the only, the only lodging inside the Cape Cod National Seashore. Every room commands a superb view of the great outer beach and the ever-changing sea. It's just an amazing view in all seasons. A quaint lodging of peace and enjoyment, relish the taste of the ocean air, the sound of the breaking surf, and simply the best views on Cape Cod. While supplies last, you can get a gift certificate to the Nosset Beach Inn valued at $200 for just 100 bucks. Go to HowieCarshow.com and click store to get your Nosset Beach Inn gift certificate before they sell out, and they always do. I have people tell me, I've told Dave Hinchy this before, that uh, when we're doing remotes on the Cape, uh, people tell me they uh, when they hear that the, 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 we're doing a Nosset Beach Inn cheap bastard deal, they pull over to the side of the road to get this deal. It's it's such a great deal. With us now is the owner-operator of the Nosset Beach Inn, Dave Henchy. Dave, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Uh, how, it's a, a beautiful view today, I'm sure, as always, from the Nosset Beach Inn. Well, it's pretty special right now because we've got blow, blowing snow here. And actually, six people just walked down to the beach uh, with their hoods up, and it's really kind of a beautiful view because you know we've got the, the light snow flurrying around. We get the fire pits going outside, and you get the breakers in the distance, and it's just uh, it's really a special thing. It's, it's nice. There's some uh, snow on the sand dunes too with the with the golden seagrass. It's it's quite it's quite special to tell you right now, Howie. I'm, I'm sitting in a I'm sitting in a room next to a fireplace. Uh, we're checking everybody in. Uh, the, the hotel sold out tonight. And the uh, it, it's 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 nice to be sitting here enjoying this view. I gotta say, how are you it's, doing down in Florida? Uh, I'm doing great, but uh, I just keep I just keep thinking what a great view it. Is. And every every day the view is is unique. It always is anywhere on the ocean, but but you know where you are, it's a, it's particularly uh, amazing. The upsides to off season on the Cape, uh, no traffic. It's easy to get the dinner reservations. Tell us about the outdoor amenities first before the indoor amenities at the the Nosset Beach Inn. Well, first of all, we've got four acres up here, and three of it is, is lawn. And, you know, we only have 12 units in the cottage, and it, it's quite a spectacular uh, view. you got 270 degrees ocean view. Um, 
from the whole property, and we've got these eight-foot picture windows with the rocking chairs in front of each uh, in the room. It's outside. I got new wildlife for you. How What's that? Down the beach and it was this, well, we had a seal pup down on the beach the other day. I was walking my dog down there. Really? Dog doing circles around the, around the seal pup. And, uh, yeah, it's very common actually coming in the spring this time of year. Was and it healthy? The, uh, was it healthy? Because I saw they, somewhere they oh, found yeah. one, and they had to, you know, take it away. And uh, it was healthy, but it was stranded. So this one was okay? Where was its mother? Oh, this one was fine. It was just, uh, well, the mother's floating around out there. They're, they're just pulling out in the sunshine, you know. And yeah. it's uh, growling at the dog, and the dog's running circles around <laughs> it. It was, it was quite a scene. Uh, and we had two gold, uh, not golden eagles, I'm sorry, two bald eagles here on the property uh, two days ago. It was it was just unbelievable to see these things, one walking distance of the property anyways. Um, and the bald eagles have made a big comeback down here, and they've been oh, that's over great. The yeah, they they are. They it's it's so great that Ben Franklin was turned down to make the wild turkey the national bird. So, <laughs> call, wiser wiser <laughs> men prevailed on that one to make the bald eagle the national bird. So you got you got the fire pits if people want to cook out. This is not a not the best time of the year to be cooking out, but uh, you can uh, you well, can do got, that. We got barbecues, in, but we have the five hundred thousand BTU fire pits, and people are standing out there. Uh, it's warm when you stand next to them, even in the breeze and the snow. It's it's quite beautiful out there. Uh, and you have the and, and inside the rooms, you got. I always say you got the two queen size beds. So if you got little kids, you got you got You could bring four people into these. These rooms are huge, and you got the two big beds. Yeah, we've got the two big beds. You know, microwave, coffee pot. Again, there's a fireplace in every room, in addition to the fire pits and the barbecues outside. Um, and, you know, we've got these lovely rocking chairs just sitting in front of the window. And, you know, there's an Uno game in the rooms and, and these type of things. And people just, it's a real experience. It's just completely unplugging if you want to. And like we say, it's a, it's a short drive to a vacation far away. And then you can just drive downtown with the many great restaurants and entertainment we have in the area. Everything's open. The the, the the shopping's all open. There's, every store will have yeah. a sale on this time of year. Yeah, it's not it's not I mean, as seasonal as it used to be. A lot of the a lot of the places that used to be only open in the summer are still are open year round or pretty much year yeah, round. Yeah, everything's open. It could be it could be, and these are the Nauset Beach Inn is pet friendly too, so you can bring down your uh, your dog if you want. Contactless uh, check in check out if you uh, if you want that as well, and it's just a uh, it, it's just a great place, uh, Dave. It's just a it it's truly just, is. Truly a special experience. It really is truly a special experience. And it, yeah. are, are you sold out for any time this year, or can the and these gift certificates can be used any time? Is that right? They can be used any time, and you know the rooms are only one hundred ninety nine dollars a night. All right, so this is two hundred dollar uh, gift certificate for just a hundred bucks. It's great.